The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah, that, 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 that don't kill me, can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now, cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now, cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now, that's how long I've been on ya. Yes, yes, yes. You know it's that time. You hear that music, of course. You're listening to Rayella Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, but I was in L.A. for Christmas. Beautiful, man. I guess other than Phoenix, here in the Valley, where else would a person want to be if it's going to be warm weather here in the States uh, than L.A. for Christmas? So, uh, you know, shout out to all the family out there. Appreciate it, uh, the opportunity to spend time with family. Of course, that's what we all should want to do and hope to do uh, during the holidays. I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas and I hope you have a wonderful New Year. Uh, I think this is the last time that uh, I will get a chance to speak to you in 2009. The next time I speak to you will be a new decade. And of course, we're going to start that decade off right, too. But uh, I certainly look forward to it. It's been a great year, a wonderful year. I uh, couldn't ask for a better one. Uh, I'm alive. <laughs> you know this. Uh, th- I say that knowing that there are many people who we lost. Shout out to Michael Jackson, you know, Chris Henry. Just so many, so many people that we lost. And any of you who lost a loved one, my, my condolences go out to you. Uh, but I know uh, Michael Jackson had a great impact on my life. And uh, I just loved the way that young man, Chris Henry, played ball. But uh, let's move and talk about some other stuff. You know, we're going to get this off to a positive. uh, It's going to be a very positive show today. As a matter of fact, today we're also going to be talking about some things as it relates to player transition because, you know, uh, that that's what we do. We want to make sure I have an obligation as a former National Football League player one who played in the NFL, I have an obligation to make sure that those who play now leave the game much better prepared for life after football than I did. And not that I left in such a way where I was unprepared. It's just perhaps maybe if I had more resources, I could have been better prepared. And the resources that I did gain that allowed me to leave the game in such a way where I was somewhat prepared was because there were many men who played the game before I did and sacrificed a lot so that I could play the game, enjoy it, earn a decent living, and have a lot of fun. And so I certainly appreciate those men uh, who did that. Some of those men are here on the Voice of America Sports Network. Uh, Jeff Nixon, shout out to Jeff. Thank you for being a part of this network. Uh, Chuck Foreman, uh, spin it with Chuck Foreman. Thank you for all that you did, Chuck. Uh, to allow me to play in the National Football League. Uh, that Those are a couple guys that, you know, that played the game uh, before I did and played it quite well. 
and have taken uh, time out of their schedules to be a part of this network. And we're going to do some very special things because there are there are many people out there. I heard Demore Smith say, uh, D. Smith, the executive director, talk about how his dad used to take him to football games when he was a kid. And the mere fact that maybe his dad didn't know the younger generation that was in that room, but he did know some of the older generations of people that were in that room. And uh, uh, I believe today Chuck was supposed to have Roy Jefferson on his show. I don't know if he did, uh, but certainly that is a person that I remember. And and if he was on that show, uh, same goes to you. Thank you so much for being the ball player and being the man that you were. And you were a part of the NFLPA when it first uh, came into existence. So I certainly appreciate it. Uh, everything that uh, that you did. I also want to give a special shout out to Double D. Double D hit, just hitting it out the park. Double D had the good Reverend Jesse Jackson on the show last week, and it was uh, very insightful. Uh, there's some there are some things that are happening at colleges and universities around this country uh, that we really need to take a serious look. Again, I'm one of those people that I played the game in a different generation. And we have a responsibility to be shepherds of those who come after us and to watch and to be, you know, caregivers and caretakers and make sure that they're not taken advantage of. And these young men and young women uh, who go to a university for first to be a student and second to be an athlete, uh, those universities have an obligation to fulfill the promises that they have given to those young people. It's one thing for a young man and young woman to commit to a university and then for the coach to leave. They made that commitment to the university, but also that person. You sit in those living rooms and you tell those parents how you're going to how you are going to be the shepherd of their children. And then you leave. Come on. We, we need to do a better job at fulfilling the obligation that we have to these young people. And there are some universities out there that, that are not doing a very good job. Now, some are. But then some are not. So uh, I got off a little bit. Let, let me get back to where I need where I need to get to, and that is uh, to talk a little bit real briefly, because I'm going to have to talk about something that's a little bit more important. Uh, but I want to talk briefly about. Let me talk briefly about the Monday Night Football game, of which guess what? I didn't see. I didn't see. But this amazing technology. I'm riding back from L.A. and I'm listening to the game, Sears. You know, and they bring it to you with a lot of energy. And so I felt like it was a very descriptive broadcast. I felt like that I saw I saw every play. I saw every tackle. I saw every interception. I saw every drop pass. I saw every sack. But one thing that I didn't get a chance to see is I didn't get to see it for myself with my own eyes, the things that were happening. Because sometimes when you get to see them with your own eyes, you get a different perspective. You, you know, when you, you, you may, two people can see something and see something totally different. If you hear it, you probably, most of the time, everybody hears the same thing. But when you see it, you can draw a different conclusion because you may see it one way, somebody else may see it another way. And uh, after my special guest comes on, uh, I think what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to talk about a person who is gone. Long time gone. Man by the name of Woody Hayes. And I never understood when I played ball for Woody and then Earl Bruce came in 
And, of course, he brought with him Pete Carroll and then Nick Saban. But what I never understood is why Woody never wanted that camera in his face. He was all, you better get that camera. And, you know, he said that. But then after that came a, uh, a left or a right uppercut or something. <laughs> but it was it's amazing. When I look at it today in this whole Brett Favre situation, I understand now why Woody didn't want that camera in his face. Because that camera just zooms in on something and one person think they think they see one thing. But really what Woody is trying to, you know, communicate with whomever he's talking to might be something totally different. Than, and, and then they're going to take it. And then they got enough to work with for a whole year. You know, and so it's amazing what these cameras can do. It's amazing what that technology did for me last night. Again, satellite radio, I'm listening to the game. And it, it was a very, very, very good football game. And uh, Brett Favre, again, you know, here is a man, just let the man play football. You know, just let him play football. All the emotions that go along with the game, let the man play. The man can play football. It was obvious last night. The man can still play football. And it's, it's, it's obvious that the man has a passion for the game of football, that he loves the game of football. And regardless of what all of us were talking about, that didn't affect that man. Now, I do not think, and I hope nobody else really thinks, that what we had to say had anything to do with Brett Favre's performance. It had nothing to do with his performance whatsoever. But I'm, I'm going to talk about all that a little bit later because I'm going to take the time out because I have a special guest who I told you would be joining me. And if you've been listening to the show, you're aware of the fact that this year's Super Bowl is going to be the 10th anniversary of the Player Network event. Now, the Player Network event is very special to me. Again, it's one of those things Whereas a player such as myself who left the game years ago has the opportunity to participate and because of the work that I do. And again, uh, it's, it's been made, research has shown that uh, players uh, who retire from the game, many of them, in fact, it's the second most desired profession is they would like to do something very similar to what I do, some form of broadcasting, something in the media. And uh, so I've gotten a chance to get together with uh, Guy Troop, who is a CEO of Troop 21, and uh, become a part of the Player Network event. And uh, Guy today has uh, asked that I speak with the person who, too, is very much uh, connected with him and the Player Network event at that 10th anniversary celebration this year. Um, and that is uh, Claudia Ruffin. And Claudia is on the line with me now. Are you there, Claudia? I am here. Hi, Ray. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I, I know that it's the holiday Christmas just passed, and here we are trying to get right back to work, and, and you're taking time out to to speak with me, so I certainly appreciate that. But, Claudia, what, what I wanted to do is uh, I wanted to introduce you properly, uh, but I don't think I could do that. <laughs> the only way I, could, <laughs> I can do that is I could allow you to introduce yourself and give us a little background on what you do. And then I do have some questions. And, and what I'm going to say to you, we got about two minutes, and then you're probably going to hear some music, and we're going to have to go to a break. And so, of course, we're going to continue on the other side of the break, but I'll take us to that break. But why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your company and the things that you guys do and your relationship with Troop 21. If I have to interrupt you, please excuse me, but go right ahead. 
Okay, you just set me up for what's called an elevator speech, so I need to make it really crisp and clear. There you go. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so what I do, um, I actually um, have an organization called Ruffin Consulting and Training, and what we do is we help organizations and individuals maximize their talent for organizations, be it on in re- relative to sports or in the corporate world, um, of which I came from over 10 years' experience and worked abroad in Germany. Um, and throughout my experience, I was always responsible for top talent worldwide for one of the organizations and to recruit in people to make sure they have an impact on the bottom line for the business. Uh, as a former athlete, similar to yourself and Guy, uh, wanting to pay it forward and the things that we learned along the way to athletes to be in a better position as they uh, go into their post-career. Um, I met Guy Troop. Um, he came highly, highly recommended, wonderful guy, and um, he I believe in what he does. He believes in what I do around leadership and preparing others to uh, maximize their performance. We've connected. Um, the P&E event, I was amazed when I was there about four years ago. It gets better each year, um, and it's awesome. And so Guy and I have that commonality around player development and positioning them for post-ball uh, and being that successful business person like yourself and um, doing what we have to do to set them up for success. Well, I, I certainly can appreciate that. We both know that Guy Troop is a first-class gentleman and a first-class businessman, and I appreciate the fact that he has found an all-pro in yourself to work with to help uh, the ball players, such as myself and those who are still playing this game get ready for that transition. We're going to talk a little bit more about that on the other side of this break. We've got to take a break now. You're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. back and listen to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, so living like it matters. I was living in L.A. for a couple days over this Christmas holiday, and I really enjoyed it, but L.A. might be the place, but I'm not ready for it. I want to continue to go there and and enjoy the holidays, but uh, what I am ready for is I'm ready for my guest, Claudia Ruffin. I believe it's from Ruffin Consulting? Yes. Okay, Ruffin Consulting to her and I to get back a little bit, and, and Claudia, um, I'd just like to ask you a couple questions about, about athletes in particular. And uh, for somebody like yourself, is, 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 there, is there a unique challenge in, uh, let's say, getting an athlete to the point where he or she is employable for, for corporate America, seeing that they're moving completely out of their comfort zone into something in which they may have uh, you know, aspirations and desires to do it, but they've never done it before. Is it, is it difficult to get them an employment um, shape or mode? I don't think it's too difficult. I think for the athlete it could be challenging depending on what area they want to go into. I think uh, from my experience and with some of my corporate partners, they are eager to have athletes. Um, they feel that the athletes bring a lot to the table in terms of things around team building, team aspect of it, um, dealing with diverse people, etc. But uh, the challenge would be the athlete being able to language that in a way that the organization can understand it and how it would move their business forward. So it, it can be a challenge, but the athlete just has to be well prepared um, to go back to some of those skills that they may not have used in a long time, that they may have gained in the college side around, let's say, business acumen, financial side, to be able to refresh themselves and bring that to the forefront. Uh, with technology and all that's out on the Internet and these social network groups, uh, they can become very well-versed and up-to-date with some of the strategic things. Uh, when it comes to the tactical things, they may need to go back and do some homework, um, consider coming into an organization from an entry level um, versus the top level, of course, or maybe mid-level. So it, it depends on the athlete, but organizations for the most part are pretty eager. They just need to know from the athlete and hear, from, hear them articulate what is it that they bring and how the business can benefit from that. Um, I would like to add, Ray, that it's clear with a lot of the organizations that the athlete has been playing ball. Um, So they're not expecting them to come in with tons and tons of experience, but they are expecting them to be able to leverage some of the -the on-the-field skills off uh, off the field, Um, if that makes sense. and That that does, and I I think that uh, certainly is something that the athlete needs to hear because – Athletes are very proud, man. They've been very successful. And I guess one of the the few things that I could think of as an analogy as to what really 
uh, makes an athlete uncomfortable, particularly when he or she has been at the highest level of performance, and, and that's what people know them as, uh, an excellent performer, is when we all try to step out onto the golf course. That is probably, and I seriously mean this, because we're such competitive people, it's one of the most humbling experiences that we could think of in our life because you go out there and here's this little small ball that you're trying to hit. And you're terrible. You you think because you're a professional, you're just going to be able to step up and hit that ball, and you are terrible. And then what happens is you kind of go in this shell, and instead of going out and networking and going to these events and, and helping whatever the cause may be or just going out and having fun with guys, you don't feel real comfortable, so you don't want to do that. So my analogy is it, that might be what it's like for some guys. They might go out on their first job interview, and, and they might completely just strike out. And feels as if, wow, I'm not fit for, for that corporate world. So the first impression that an HR person has of an athlete, uh, how important is that for them, him or, him or her to be prepared for that, to make sure that yeah, they do pretty well in that, in that first meeting with you or, or, or the other HR person they might meet with? Oh, it's critical. It is critical because your confidence, because you keep in mind that, as you, as you just said, and I can relate to the golf analogy, <laughs> um, and that's a great analogy that you use. That was, that's really good. Um, it is very important, the first impressions, because when you think about it, what else do we have other than a resume and possibly a reference uh, letter or conversation we've had with someone? The only other thing we have is that person walking in and showing up, quote, unquote, showing up. So the first impressions are very important. And I would suggest that the athlete continue to be confident in the skills that they do have. So be prepared, do your homework before, learn about that organization, think about why you want this particular business career or this area, and when you think about why, think about what do you bring to it. And from an HR side, we are totally open to just hear that person market, sell themselves. So talk about what you know. Talk about what you do. Talk about what you have and how it matches with the organization and the benefit the organization would get as a result of having someone like you. So a lot of that has to do with the nonverbal communication. Uh, when you go in, the body language, I mean, athletes know this, but oftentimes because they're in a different arena, to your point, they kind of lose sight of it because they're uncomfortable or had an experience that didn't go so well, so they're a little touchy-feely about going out there going out there, I suggest go for it. The same confidence you have on the field is the confidence we need to see when you walk in that door. We don't expect for you to know it all because we have a lot of people that know it all. We expect for you to be a good team player. We're looking for how do you deal with change management, things happening around you all the time because it's different. We need to hear you talk about that. We need to hear you talk about your readiness for working in an organization with a variety of people, with a variety of skill sets that may be better than yours or the same, and how you can adapt. So I'd say continue to market yourself and be very confident. First impressions are the key because you only have that one time. So if you're super nervous, you didn't do your homework, you're not as prepared, you're not confident, it's going to come through. And uh, because you are an athlete, you have the advantage because we already feel you have those things taken care of already. Now we just need you to play them out. But, of course, speak to the business. 
Well, I, I think that's important for athletes to hear because many times you, you walk into a situation, as I said, it's a very uncomfortable situation to go into an environment of which many of the athletes, when they come out, if, that's if they've had an extended professional football career, which means maybe four or five or six or seven years because the average career only lasts about three and a half years. Uh, they've been in a situation where uh, they have been very accustomed to people providing a service for them. And and now they're going into an, an environment of which now, you know, the tables are kind of turned and, and they've got to go in and kind of sell their, themselves. And I'd be curious to know when they when they go into that environment, should they seek some type of uh, consulting from a person uh, like yourself or from a consulting firm of which may provide uh, preparation for them for job interviewing? Yes, I thank you so much because I was about to say that as well. Um, there's another area of coaching, as you know, <clears throat> that's the professional coaching and career coaching. And seeking that prior to going inside of an organization will make a huge difference. Because, one, we will bring you up to date about what's actually happening in terms of the trends and how to market yourself, what the organization is looking for, help you um, get grounded in where your search is and what to do when you get there. And then you have a chance, a wonderful opportunity to practice and be, receive some coachings around what to do more or less of to move yourself forward, and we can be that sounding board for you as well. So, yes, definitely um, seeking career transition coaching. Um, God Troop offers and, and has a lot of resources around that as well to um, support athletes. Well, that's, uh, again, some more in- insightful information that, again, you're not going to get anywhere other than right here at Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I thought I'd put a little plug in there for myself. <laughs> And having, <laughs> right. having guests like yourself uh, providing that information uh, to the athletes, uh, I guess I'd like to ask you this question, Claudia, because, again, you've been uh, uh, you've attended the player network event uh, previously. Uh, is, is this unique in a sense that uh, this is a person and a company of which is, is looking at uh, perhaps maybe a void in, in an athlete's life, whereas that person may, again, that comfort zone, uh, but not only that comfort zone, a lack of experience. Uh, because many times there are people who are, who are veterans in their field of work who may have experience, and, and they may find themselves maybe not having enough or maybe having too much, but they have some experience. Is this unique that, the, that this type of event happens where uh, you create an atmosphere of comfort and let these guys know it's okay if you don't have the experience in this certain field you've got some other intangibles that we can work with and so we bring you are are there other companies out there to provide that we're we're pushing of course the player network event which is unique itself but are other companies starting to realize that that athletes need this assistance i think i don't know of any other outfit that positions it the way that troop 21 does i do know that organizations are learning more about troop 21 Player Network event is where you want to go if you truly want to hear from the athletes themselves. If you truly want to have an impact, you may, you want to go there. You want to be at this event. I don't know of any other outfit that does it quite this way. But I will say, and I say this from experience, I say this from my corporate partners that I work with on a regular basis, that they're always um, seemingly open to athletes, regardless of the extent of their experience, because they're willing to give that experience. But they do have some things that they say are very important, such as the athlete must be a self-starter. They must be able to ask questions to anyone and everyone. 
be willing to work hard to find answers and solutions as it relates to their business. So that's a skill set that you don't need a college degree for, but just need a forum to practice, right? That's exactly uh, right. A, a mentor, an internal mentor, a coach inside of that organization that's going to help you feel your way through to get you up to speed in terms of confidence. But I think that the Player Network event, uh, when I see organizations come there, corporations come there, they're coming because people are leaving from, and this reminds me of my experience when I was in corporate and when I worked and lived in Germany, and I was responsible for talent worldwide, and they would say to me, Claudia, the technical knowledge we're not looking for. We can have anybody read books and bring them up to speed. We need the soft skills. We need the people to come in here and they can negotiate that are persuasive, people who are willing to learn the soft skills, that kind of have it as a natural, people who are very organized, good with time management, people who have leadership ability to move our business forward, those types of things. Right, right. Well, listen, Claudia, we got that music again. We got to take a break. We're going to come back on the other side and we will finish uh, with those, letting you make those comments. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I got my special guest with me today, Claudia Ruffin from Ruffin Consulting, and we're talking about the 10th anniversary of the Player Network event at this year's Super Bowl. We'll be back. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely despise her especially at one to two and it's anything but the same old horse racing show this is a nine horse field but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras playing to win with andy serling a show seriously committed to making more money at the game but with a personality this is a dunce cap horse for me if this horse wins next week i got the dunce cap on you bet.com's playing to win presented by the daily racing form look for it the day before big race days mostly fridays find a complete schedule in the daily racing form or click on playing to win at you bet.com Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. Uh, you're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. I'd like to again uh, welcome uh, my guest, uh, Claudia Ruffin from Ruffin Consulting, who has been uh, working with Guy Troop from Troop 21, uh, getting prepared for this year's 10th anniversary of the Player Network event, which is an event to assist players and to, uh, to get um, themselves prepared for that transition. That will happen to all of us. At some, it's already happened to me, but it will happen to all of the current players at some point in time. And uh, sometimes it happens even when you're not prepared. So in saying that, uh, and again, before we went to break, you know, I asked Claudia a question. It might have seemed like I asked the same question before, but I just want to, I want to emphasize how important it is for all players. And uh, I want to I send a shout out to Felix Jones, who was a rookie. Uh, a rookie NFL player, meaning it was his first year that he ever played football, and he was at the Player Network event last year. So he's starting to prepare himself for his transition or certainly starting to think about it right away. And I've asked some other people who've been on this show that question, uh, Claudia, about when they should start preparing. I'm going to ask you, uh, when do you think, in, in your estimation, if you were going to be working with an athlete who finds himself in a very short-lived uh, career, and that is as an athlete, when would you tell them they might start preparing for life after football? I would tell them to start as soon as to start preparing for after football as soon as they start with the life with football. It should be a part of their overall development plan. It should be a part of their life goal statement. Um, because if you know now, if you position yourself now, today, going into the league around what you want to do after the league, then the, everything you do throughout your experience in the league should be tapped into where you're going. So when you transition out, it's not starting from scratch. It's just going deeper into where you want to be anyway because you've thought about it before post. Now, it's funny you say that because you said think about it, but I, I, I got to put a little spin on it, and I'm going to throw a shout-out to Kenny Peterson and Kenny, come on now. You got went to Philadelphia, and you guys got beat. You got you got to come with it out there in Denver. I don't know why I'm on this Denver trip. They put me out of pro football. But let me just let me ask you this, Claudia: Is there a certain value of which a play a current player 
has that he can bring to a corporate environment, his, his celebrity status, which is a value. And we, we need to stop trying to shed ourselves of our, uh, our, our football life. You know, don't walk into too many places. And, uh, you know, I don't want anybody to know I play football. I just want to go in here and be myself. Well, that's part of what you've done, not necessarily who you are, but it's part of what you've done. Can you explain, is there some value with a current athlete who wants to take an internship or job in the offseason while he's still active playing? Absolutely, absolutely. Number one, it gives him. Now, this is for a person whether they're going to start their own business or they work and work want to work for an organization. The internships, for example, the number one way to just peek inside of an organization in a comfortable way, where you're not too stressed out about it, but you're learning and understanding what is this like. It gives you a, t- a chance to test drive not only the organization but test drive where your skill set is around getting ready for post-career or post-sports. So I think there's a lot of value there. Things like networking. Oftentimes players don't understand networking is very important. It plays out in a ve- various arenas. So when you come to the player network event, for example, that's a network event. And the how you show up as a, a person networking at that event, you never know what that will lead to down the road. Now you go into some other arenas, networking is the key because with today's um, technology and the social media, uh, it's key. So there's a lot of value in doing something now because I always look at it this way. Make the, make the position yourself now to make the transition. And, and, and so when you just said about Felix Jones, it's interesting you said his name because I met him last year also at uh, Troop 21's Player Network event, and I was so impressed. It was unbelievable. He had his booth set up. I asked him, you know, why are you doing this now? Why don't you just wait? And he said, because now is the time. It's important for me to do it now so that I can learn while I'm playing. And then when I'm finished, I'm already in position to where I want to be. He says, I want other people young like me to do it. He talk, we, sat, we talked for about 20, 30 minutes. We walked around and said, how comfortable are you? And he laughed and he said, I'm not very comfortable, but I'm okay. He said, wow. we should start earlier and I want to be a role model. I said, wow, this guy's awesome. Yeah, he, he, he definitely was. I mean, I, I'm impressed with the young man as an athlete on the football field, but I certainly was impressed with him as, as a young person that had an interest in business. And so I commend him for that. And, and Kenny Peterson, who's from my hometown of Canton, Ohio, of course, I mm-hmm. want to encourage him uh, to uh, step out himself. And I hope he shows up at the Player Network event. Now, I'm going to put a different spin on that. And I believe that, you know, corporate America is very competitive as well. And I believe that many of the CEOs of corporate America, they have big egos as well. And I also think I know uh, that those corporate people, uh, many times uh, sports is a venue of which they entertain many of their clients. So if you're a current player, and that corporate CEO, and you happen to be an employee of that CEO, an intern for that CEO, and he or she wants to, to take you out to lunch and doesn't have to ask somebody, do you remember, or, you know, Ray used to play for the Philadelphia Eagles as opposed to, you know, a, a current person like Deshaun Jackson who plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. So that name recognition and the timing of that, I believe, also is, is, is a special benefit for those players who are still playing the game now. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. That, and so that's why we want to we really want to encourage uh, the, the young players, uh, Claudia, because I'm sure a guy with his uh, a corporation is able to 
submit to many whoever's interest in, in statistics, in particular to some of those statistics are not very favorable in terms of what happens to a player that waits uh, or a player that, that starts their, uh, their post-career, you know, in their post-career. Uh, the chances of success probably, well, I'm aware of the fact that the numbers don't look too good. And so that's why I want to encourage uh, the young men and uh, that are playing the game now to really get out there and do everything they can. And uh, was there anything in particular that you'd like to say uh, as we, we're not going to close, we got about four minutes, but I want to make sure that I'm not leaving out anything at all about this uh, Player Network event, the 10th anniversary of the Player Network event at this year's Super Bowl in Miami. Anything as it pertains to your role uh, with Guy Troop and Troop 21 or just about your company in particular and, and again, uh, what you do at your company, the services that you provide for people. I want to make sure I give you another chance to speak about that, Claudia. Well, thank you so much, Ray. I appreciate that. Um, yes, yeah, so leadership development is what I do, um, personal career coaching. Um, it's all about where are you and where do you want to be, and our model and what our strength is is helping you create a path to lead you down that road of where you want to be. It is our goal to help you maximize your performance, be it for your business or for an organization. As regards to um, the PNE, um, I just can't, I was, I was speechless when I went. I just couldn't believe it. It was like the well-kept secret. It was amazing, um, the platform that's set up. And you're talking about someone who's coming from the corporate side, who, who's a former athlete, who talks about sports. And remember, in corporate, they always use sports as a metaphor of how to move their business forward. So they're always looking at, always open and for athletes. But athletes, I don't know if they're aware that you kind of have an end already. It's now comes about you continuing to build your skills, develop your skills, and begin working now for your post-career skills, to your point. And Troop21.com and PNEinfo.com has a list of some new organizations, an updated list of organizations that will be there, um, a corporate, non-corporate. Um, I think it's a wonderful event. It's an opportunity to network with others, practice your networking skills, um, position yourself for success. And um, as it relates to um, getting ready, now is the time. Regardless of where you are, you've been ex- out of the loop of the ball uh, playing for years, years, years. It's never too late. It's about refreshing and renewing and, and, and starting a new engagement. Well, that is excellent, Claudia. I, I, of course, I could not have said that better. That's why I wanted you to say that. And uh, I just want to thank you uh, for being a part of uh, the Player Network event because, as I said, an all-pro. And, and that's all that you will find at the Player Network event is a uh, audience of people that are all all pros in the profession of which they've chosen, and they've provided this platform for players. So you're in your comfort zone. For all those out there that are players that are listening, you are in your mm-hmm. comfort zone. You will be amongst your peers. And more importantly, you're there with people who want to see you succeed and, and not see you fail. So uh, strap it up. Come on out. Let's have some fun. And, uh, again, it's the Player Network event. It's the 10th anniversary it's in Miami, Florida. I'm going to say the third place of uh, my favorite place here in this country, uh, Phoenix, then L.A., then, oh, no, New York is up there, too. But it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I want to thank you, Claudia. I want to thank Guy Troop for uh, making this happen, uh, for having you a guest on this show. You're welcome to come back anytime. No, that's not true. 
you're welcome to have your show here on the Voice <laughs> America Network. Probably get you on the Sports Channel, Business Channel. After all, sports is business. So we'll just make it happen. But thank you so much. I got to take this, this last break. And, Claudia, I guess I will talk to you maybe next week. You may rejoin me again. But uh, yeah. certainly thank you for all the insight and information you gave to us. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like a matter. I'm going to take this last break, and then I'll be back. I can't even buy you flowers, flowers, flowers. But together we be the perfect soulmate. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports okay we're back this is the rail of sports on the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like a matter shout out to des man clark des i saw that touchdown man there you go Make that money. Shout out to Dez. Dez, of course, uh, does his show right here on Voice America Sports. Sportsmanlike Conduct. And there, Dez Clark, right here on Tuesdays. As a matter of fact, Dez will be on in a couple hours, so make sure you come back and, and listen to Dez. Again, I want to thank my special guest, Claudia Ruffin from Ruffin Consulting. 
here to, uh, of course, talk about the Player Network event. And that is something that's very special to me uh, because I, today with the young players that are making that transition, they've been in the league for a few years. They make very good money. Not just a little, they make very good money. And I want them to be in a position where they can maintain some of that wealth that they've accumulated. It hasn't become wealth. They can turn it into wealth. You know, wealth is the kind of money that your children's 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 children inherit. And, you know, perhaps they could put themselves in a position where they could sustain wealth after they acquire it and uh, enjoy a comfortable life and uh, and do something they love to do. But I think that's also important. Next time I'm going to talk to God, well, we know what the things they would prefer to do, coaching or something in the media. So I, I hope they can find their comfort zone outside of football and, um, like I said, it, and, you know, take care of their families. Uh, because I want members of my fraternity uh, to prosper both physically, mentally, and financially and so we can enjoy ourselves when we see each other. And um, so that's what I want to say. But also I started to say something that was very important to me earlier in the show, and I, and I, I kind of got off on that tantrum. And the part of the reason why I did, because when I was in L.A., I saw a newspaper of which on, that, on the sports section, they had a picture of Woody Hayes, and they talked about Woody and his days in the Rose Bowl of playing in Rose Bowl games and how he hated because he thought it was such a distraction to go out to California to play those games, of which there's somebody else that's special in my life who feels the same way, feels like it's, it's to the advantage of the West Coast teams to play in, in L.A. But Oregon is coming from someplace else when they play Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. But anyway, the camera, would he never like for that camera to be in his face? If the cameras didn't have the ability to zoom in, we wouldn't be talking about the things that we're talking about as it relates to to Brett Favre. And then, you know, I want to talk a little bit about Adrian Peterson, too. Listen, there is a young man that's in the record book. Someplace, I don't know if he's at the top, he's at the middle, but he's somewhere. But Tiki Barber was one I remember in particular who had a lot of problems with fumbling the ball early on in his career. I'm not ready to give up on Adrian Peterson, and I know many of you out there are not as well. But probably what I don't want to see happen to him is I don't want him to be so concerned with protecting the ball that he forgets to run the way he runs. And that is like, get out the way. He does not care. If anything, I would want to change, but you can't change this about this young man. You can't change his running style because running backs just can't run over everybody like they used to years ago when the DBs and the linebackers and the defensive linemen were so small. They can't do that. You know, I used to always say that I, there was a running back out there. I just didn't like – I thought Franco Harris was too big to be running out of bounds. Franco Harris might have been, now that I look back up, one of the smartest football players ever played a game. Franco didn't take any extra hits for no reason at all. He'd get an extra yard, get what he could, and then he went out of bounds if he was near that sideline. Everybody used to hate that. God bless the greatest – one of the greatest running backs that ever played a game. Probably the greatest. Sweetness. Sweetness, Adrian Peterson, all over again. He wanted to punish you for even thinking about trying to tackle him. But Sweetness didn't fumble the football too many times. Oh, I'm, I'm glad he fumbled it one time. That's how I got a chance to start. You make somebody like Walter Payton fumble the football, coaches might start thinking, man, we need to get you on the field, young man. And that's what happened. But that's what Adrian kind of reminds me a little bit of that with reckless abandon. That's how he plays the game. So 
what's going to have to happen with that offense of the Minnesota Vikings and with the defense. The defense in particular is going to have to make sure I don't care if he fumbles it, just don't let anybody score. See, I kind of have a take. Shout out to Anthony Lewis. It's my brother-in-law. And, and, and we were having this discussion, and, and Ramel Cochran, we having this, this discussion, my other brother-in-law, we was having this discussion about, you know, players and, and, and old players and young players and, you know, and fumbling the ball and keeping the ball and losing the ball and all that type of stuff. But the fact of the matter is you got to let players play. And I don't care where you're at on the field, you got to stop them. So if the New England Patriots decide they're going to go for it and they don't get it and, 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 and all of a sudden Peyton Manning's only got to go 30 yards, I don't care if you're on defense. I don't care if the ball, they're called goal line stands. If the ball's on the one, you got to stop them. So I don't care if they fumble. The defense still had to step on that field last night. A.D., all day long, he didn't fumble. He fumbled then. The defense, his defense, had an obligation to prevent that team from scoring. And they didn't. And the Bears won the game. Okay, I got this five-hour energy stuff somebody gave me. And I, I'm, I'm drinking it. It feels good. Okay, there's a showdown on the east. No, down in Texas. The Eagles and the Cowboys. Man, how much more? Could, how better could it get? The Eagles and the Cowboys are playing for the game. I mean, it, this is it. Whoever wins is going to win the NFC East. And probably, you know, the Eagles get to stay home and watch some other people play football. The Eagles and the Cowboys. Now, who you think I think? Who do you think that I think is going to win this game? And this ain't about being no homer. The Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Donovan got a little bit of Brett Favre in him. I'm sure you've seen it show up every now and then when Donovan throws some passes that he shouldn't throw. But come on, let's give Donovan credit. Donovan McNabb is one of the best quarterbacks that ever played a game. You know, Dan Marino went to the Super Bowl, didn't win it. And after that, you know, Dan, you know, made some playoffs. I don't even know how many years. Dan Marino, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played a game. Donovan McNabb, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. I just want him to go ahead and go to the Super Bowl, get the Eagles to the Super Bowl and win. But in order to do that, to make it easier, to take the easiest path, you need to go ahead and finish this job off and get rid of these Dallas Cowboys. And I think that's what the Eagles are going to do. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no doubt in my mind about it. You know, Tennessee Titans, man, I, you know, Jeff, you know, Jeff, I, you know, I've been talking about Jeff Fisher and the Jeff, I think Jeff might have to go. I really do. I ain't trying to run Jeff out of town. But I got a shout-out to my Cleveland Browns. Shout-out to the Cleveland Browns and doing their thing against the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, but, you know, you, you messing around. Now you're going to miss that first pick of the draft. But maybe you don't want that first pick of the draft because you don't want to pay that money. But um, shout-out to the Cleveland Browns. I thought that Miami, you know, Houston's still in the picture now. But I, I thought that Miami, uh, you know, that, that game right there, Man, I, I thought that Miami might be able to win that game. I, I really did. When I watched that game, I did. And, and, and Tampa Bay, shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for getting it done. Now, let me talk a little bit about the Indianapolis Colts as it's getting ready to go. The most important thing, it ain't about how many wins and how many losses you got. It's about the ring. Okay? It's about the ring. So, Indianapolis Colts, you want to stay healthy? You want to pull your starters out? Hey, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. I mean, to, to win all the games except the Super Bowl because 
You kept Peyton in the game and he got hurt. Who, how are you going to explain that one? You know, or one of your other players got hurt because you kept him in the game because you wanted to go undefeated in the regular season. Now, folk, this tells you how much things have changed because I don't care what player it is. Go way back to when you were a kid when you started playing football. Until football became a business, everybody wanted to be undefeated. Until it became a business, until people were getting paid, until franchises became more valuable, until the fans started buying more season tickets, it was always important to win every football game. But the things have changed now. Arizona Cardinals, go ahead and finish, finish it out right. Do it right. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Happy New Year to everybody. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Talk to me, girl. Oh, baby, it's like you ain't got a flow.